What's going on, everybody? It is Peter Lucas. I got Nate with me today, and it's long time no see, but hey, this is the Odd Couple Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Peter Lucas, and I got with me Nate today, who has no social. No, I'm going to start calling you no social media, Nate, like <laughs> just because it's easier. <laughs> but uh, hey, Nate, like so, it's been it was a bye week for the 49ers. But how are how are you doing? How are you feeling this uh, this week? <laughs> well, but my name that's a rap, Nate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can see you can see about where I'm at with all this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. The rap. I mean, uh, you you know you can you can look at a team that has the pieces but hasn't quite got it figured out yet, and you can go, okay, you know, we're three and five. A couple, of, probably two or three of these divisions in the NFL right now are going to probably be decided by a ten and seven team. Was he's going to win it? You know, nine and eight, ten and seven kind of thing. Shit, the NFC South might be a losing record that wins it. It might be eight and nine that wins that thing, but. Yep. The Rams just don't – they don't have the pieces right. Um, that's that's simply just how it is. Uh, I've been trying to find some sort of a silver lining to just something to, something to cling to the last few weeks. But, you know, uh, was it 30, 31st in points, 29th in total offense, um, which has been the polar opposite of the McVay era, you know, um, He's always hit little hit you know little little road bumps every year, but he always finds his way back um, because they've, they've always had the horses. But right now they just don't have them. Um, the offensive yeah. line is one hundred percent to blame for this. I will put one hundred percent of it on the offensive line. Yeah. If we had an, a mobile quarterback, could we be a little better than we are right now? Maybe, but with with a thirty five year old pure pocket passer who can't even step into a throw more than 30 to 40% of the game. Uh, we're just seeing it, you know, and, and the Cooper cup thing has become more and more prevalent because he's the only guy who's created enough to get open in a two-step drop. And that's why he's getting every ball. Um, you know, Van Jefferson's more of like a deeper across the middle kind of receiver. He's he's his, his short games have really been there. Allen Robinson's never found his place. And uh, Higby's only, it only goes well for Higby when it's, when it's going well. He's not going to be a kittle, you know. He isn't. He isn't at that 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 third tier we talk about. He's definitely a second tier tight end, you know. Um, so it's line offensive line. Uh, watching Bobby Evans get spun about twelve to fifteen times against Tampa Bay last week. By now, look now, Vita Vea, that dude's embarrassed a lot of people. Yeah. So to get beat by him a couple times a game, that just means you're playing. But it didn't matter who they put on him. It was every single effing player <laughs> that's <Yeah. different. laughs> that spun him. I mean, they called him a turnstile on NFL.com. That's how, and when they, when they call you out individually on a website as a lineman, you know, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so your name should not be mentioned in the game at all. 
Yeah, yeah. That's for skilled players. You're not supposed to be calling this offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, they just they just can't block. And um, Ramsey was – I don't know if you saw Ramsey's interview after the game, but he was right. You know, they make that stop on fourth down, and the Rams needed 10 yards. They needed 10 yards. They needed one first down. One first down, mm-hmm. and that's over. That ugly, hideous win is there to be had at least. At least it's there, you know. And you can mm-hmm. at least drop one more up the right direction. And they didn't. They couldn't get 10 yards. They went three and out three times in the fourth quarter. Three and out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, man. Like, there's just no excuse. And But if you, if you watch that game, Cooper Cup had 97 yards on two catches. Uh, they had 209 total yards, 206 total yards of offense. Um, mm-hmm. This is the NFL. I mean, come on, man. Like, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, and, and Tampa Bay is a bad team. They're, they're not playing good football. They're incredibly beatable. Although some of that star power is still on the field. They are, uh, let's see here. We got, we got, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to Damian saying in a second. Um, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to watch because honestly, dude, like if we have the offensive line play we have last year, and I won't even mention our games, but I'll just say with everything else we played, barring the Buffalo game, we could be, we could be six and three right now. Mm. We could be, I mean, this, this, this team could have a winning record right now with just with offensive line play. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, cause you have your players, like yeah. it's not that you don't have players. It's just that the we've, I think uh, us people that have been around the game for any amount of time know that uh, this part of the game never changes. Right. You have to have an offensive line. You have to have a defensive line to do anything in this league. It all starts there. Right. And sure. uh, so, but yeah, I feel you. And I'm, I'm so glad the Carolina shut us down with those trades. I am so glad I, I, I can, I can fly to Carolina and kiss them dudes. Like that's how glad I am. If we would have blown two more draft picks <laughs> on Brian Burns, whose best year is what? 10 sacks, 11 sacks. Mm-hmm. So we can get another fat contract out of us and bury us even more. Um, and what would, I think McCaffrey, they, they were going to offer a two, three, and a four. What would McCaffrey have done? What's he going to do? Uh, what's, what's, what's Dalvin Cook going to do when on his first step there's a guy in his face? What's he going to yeah. do? What are any, what's, what, what's anybody going to do? You know, what's, what's Derrick Henry going to do? You got to, if there's no holes, there's, there's, there's nothing there. Yeah. We're at, we're at about 2.8 yards a clip. Our leading rusher has 200 yards and we're halfway through the season. You know, I mean, it just is what it is, man. Like uh, the offensive line needs to be addressed. We we have five guys on IR right now. But even then, if I read you all those names, you'd go, huh? Who? <laughs> so uh, there's there's no star power there. Um, Havelstein has been a serviceable right tackle at best for five for, for the last few years. He's been there. Um, losing Whitworth was... Oh my God. Like I can't even, uh, I can't even state it enough. I mean, that was, it would have had the impact of losing Donald on, on our defense. Like, it, I mean, I, I really didn't realize even at 40 years old, what he was doing for us. Yeah. You know, uh, those are those little things, you know, you get in the game, you know, and you know, you watch it. If you're a football guy, like we are, you know, you watch the line to some degree, but of course you're always watching the action. You know, you're always watching the action. You're watching, you know, the splash plays and everything and, 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 and even playing line, like I did at, at my own little level here, you know, you, you just, 
you forget sometimes the value of these guys. And right now the Rams are living and breathing it. I mean, there's, there's just nowhere to go here. There's nowhere to go. Uh, I don't, it's broken. They have no way to fix it. Uh, I don't think that there's any possibility of getting the ship right. Uh, there's just no way to even make a stretch run here. I don't know trade deadlines come and gone and people don't trade linemen. People hang on to linemen like gold bars anyways. So yeah. those are not guys that are getting shipped around unless they're a big problem for a team. So uh, that's a wrap, bud. Like yeah. I'm, I don't see how more than six or seven wins happen here. You know, I mean, you look at Seattle. They're playing sound, solid football. You guys already got through us. You're two and zero. You're past us. You're done with us. Um, maybe we clip Arizona because uh, they have their own <laughs> list. Yeah. Of it. But uh, Seattle's playing really sound football, and it isn't gorgeous, but they're winning games. And uh, I don't think that there's any chance for us, man. I mean, even even as wide open as it appears, even with you guys having your own inconsistencies, I just don't see how the Rams get back in this race. I, 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 well, I mean, I look at your team and we're still only halfway through the season. Mm. It's, I don't count you dead until you're dead. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, because, because I've seen crazier things happen. Like, uh, and it's, uh, I mean, Seattle, nobody thought, you know, you know what you're talking about your offensive line issues. And I think the, what's gotta hurt a little is watching Seattle draft a left tackle and a, and a right tackle in this year. And both of them hit, <laughs> they've got bookend tackles for the foreseeable future. <laughs> and Pete, we love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Pete Carroll. Let, let me, let me, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I mean, Sorry, that guys. goes without saying for me. Like, Northwest right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the guy is, I mean, you know, he had a quarterback forever and the guy had been begging for an offensive line. And, and now they, they, uh, they send him packing in. What's the first thing they do? Go out and get an offensive line. <laughs> and, and now all of a sudden they've got, like I said, they've got a pretty, they've got a pretty decent offensive line and they got a beast of a running back in Kenneth Walker, Absolutely. like, uh, which, is just which is exactly what Pete Carroll wanted anyway. <laughs> he wanted to run the ball, uh, like uh, I mean, it's a little early to to call this kid beast po- beast mode 2.0, but like uh, but I mean, this is what Carroll wanted, and it's it just pains me to see him actually get it and then get serviceable play out of Geno Smith. It's it's ri- it's just ridiculous. We all thought they were going to be a laughing stock this year, and it just pains me to sit there and watch them not be a laughing stock and to actually have a better record than the 49ers. Uh, then, but then w- it, back to you guys, I would really think with your team, you could probably get, uh, you guys have a, you guys are the, kind of the same thing as us, as far as you guys find guys in those later rounds in the, in the draft. So you, you've always been able to find those one or two guys that are going to hit, but I would, I would be shocked if uh, now you're not going to, it's not going to work this year. Like uh, I don't, I don't see it, but like, uh, but for, but for next year, I could totally see you guys completely trying to revamp this line and, and making another run. Uh, I'd be more concerned about that for you guys. I'm more concerned about Matt, Matt Stafford and being in the concussion protocol. Mm. Uh, He's like, you said, he's 35 and I, I get it that Brady's 46, but that's, that's an outlier and uh, he's getting, 
he's getting to that uh to that age now to where how many more hits does he want to actually take sure. and uh so I, that I would be more concerned with that because if you guys lose Matt uh, Matt Stafford uh and you got you guys don't have a first round pick this year right no yeah so there's where where do you go to get the where do you go for the quarterback spot at that point and well we I got all uh John Wolford but he's gonna step in there yeah. and, and you True know that. right of the AAF <laughs> <laughs> you know he's a he's a he's a wily little fella in fact uh what was it in, in uh 2020 he came in and beat beat Arizona yeah that, Punch us that that the, the wild card berth at at Seattle that we went up and won. So, uh, you know, I mean, look, dude, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously he isn't a long term solution, and and I wasn't saying that it's a wrap on the McVay era, not not by any means. I was just saying yeah. this season right now today, it's really hard to look at the Rams and go, how do you get this back into even wild card contention? You know, I mean, where's where's it going to come from? Now that being said, if they did somehow find a way to make that line work. If they found some possible way to get something out of those guys, look, the defense is good enough. They're a little, they aren't quite what they were last year, but they're, they're, you know, middling. Like they're always kind of middling. We had that one year where they were number one, but that seemed kind of like a false number one. It didn't, it, it didn't really feel like they were the best defense in the league that year. It just kind of worked that way, you know, that, out that way statistically. But, um, He's got a, a solid D, a good enough D. They certainly were good enough on Sunday. You know, you give up what nine points through fifty-eight minutes, fifty-nine minutes. You're yeah. you're pretty good. You know, I mean, you could you get have, some production if you get some production yeah. on offense and give the defense some time to rest. They probably sure. will be fine. So if they somehow miracle some line play, they can make me eat my words. But I, I just I haven't even seen a glimmer of it. Not a glimmer of it against any team with a pulse through the first half of the season. So, uh, yeah, it, you tell me, bud. Uh, yeah, I, I, I look at it like, I mean, like I said, if somehow they find somebody, like uh, somehow find a left tackle that's just serviceable, like uh, then I could see it. Uh, you're still struggling at the running back spot. Uh, I think that if they if you just gave Stafford some time, but I, I I'm really like I said I'm really concerned about the the whole concussion uh, thing for you guys. Uh, I look at the division, I look at this division and 49ers. Um, there, it's not. We look good in the last game. I'm not gonna, but <laughs> this is the thing. That was one game. We sure. still don't know what our identity is. Sure. We don't know what's going to happen in this next game. We play the Chargers. We should be able to run all over them. Everybody's been talking about how bad the Chargers run defense is. And, oh, that's what the Niners do. Is it? <laughs> like, is it? We we haven't had a uh, a guy run the ball 10 times in, in the last, what, three games? Two, three games now? Right. Like, so, uh, and Jimmy's not going to run. And Jimmy's not running. So, it's. I, I just don't see how it's going to, and I'm I'm just uh, I'm just interested to see what Kyle does, like uh, because now you take Jeff uh, Jeff Wilson off this team, and uh, and I think Jeff Wilson is a whole bunch of mid. I don't think that he's a difference maker, but Kyle has shown that he doesn't have faith in any in the other young running backs that he has. Like he won't even get let him on the field, sure at all. So. Sure. 
Uh, so, and I'm hoping that doesn't mean that you're just going to run. Now we get Elijah Mitchell back. Let's, 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 that's no small piece of him, Elijah Mitchell. But, but the problem with having Elijah Mitchell back is he only usually comes whenever he comes back. He only usually comes back for a couple of games and then he's hurt again. So, I mean, is he back? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to act like he's already, he's already hurt, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really concerned about that whole piece. And that what Kyle does at that point, who he puts his trust in, the run they're talking about OBJ being in the mix for us, which I mean, I don't know who I don't care if they get him great, like uh being, but does he make a difference on this squad? Yeah. I don't know that he does. They're uh, tight first place team in the NFC, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we I, I don't know. Like we should be. Right now, I think we're the talented, most talented team in the in the NFC. Like, uh, but we can't see it because we can't get our offense off the ground because the because Kyle just doesn't trust anybody, and he doesn't. It, it's just it's just really it really maddening. And you know, you, you you look at the scope of the NFC, and the NFC South's a train wreck. Um, you know, somebody's gonna make the playoffs from that division, and I would guess it'll probably somehow some way be tampa bay let's just let's just call it that yeah they'll find a way they'll find a way um do we believe in minnesota have we seen this show before minnesota uh do you believe presence in the playoffs i I don't i don't trust him have you seen it because i haven't i've seen a guy that's going to retire with some really beautiful gaudy numbers in his pen and in in his overall look and not a whole lot to show for it um yeah i see tony romo yeah perfect (laughs) Perfect enough. There you go. Yeah. Do we and okay, while we're on that tip, I see Philly kind of like I see Arizona last year. The team that got hot, the team that was smoking, they got the sort of off-kilter mobile quarterback that that you know has that raw talent. But do you trust him down the stretch? Do you trust Jalen Hurts down the stretch? You know, I mean, do you trust that team as a whole in the playoffs? Obviously, if if if, the, if everything's going to run through Philly, if they are able to hold on for that long, then that makes it a lot better for them. You know, it's like it's a great home environment for them. Very tough place to play for everybody. Um, I just I don't see a team in the NFC that makes me go. It records aside, although we have an undefeated team and a one loss team in the NFC, I just don't see a team that makes me go. There's the Super Bowl representative. Yeah, I think. And and again, I don't believe in Seattle either. I I don't believe in in Geno Smith in January. I just don't because I've never seen yeah. it before. You know. Yeah. So as much as it pains me to say it, if you guys get in there, you do have experience there. You have made runs. It hasn't been consistent, but when you've gotten there, you've played well at least. Yeah. To a, and you're gonna have to do it on the road, probably outside of the first. You know, you'll probably host a wild card game should you win the division. You all, you have to do most of it on the road, but I mean, it's the only way we do it, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it, it's I just I don't see a team in the NFC that makes me go, damn. You know, I, it's just not there. And 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 maybe Philly proves me wrong. Maybe maybe Cousins finally has his you know his Drew Brees moment. <laughs> yeah, or pulls through that one season where it finally all it finally all materializes, but. uh yeah, dude. Like, I, it still feels wide open outside of us, and again, only us because we can't block. If, yeah. if 
we had a line, we're right in the thick of at least a wild card race. I promise you right now. We have a three-horse race right now in our division if we have a line. But we don't, and I just don't see how, like you said, now Stafford's dinged up. Um, we can't run the ball at all. There's just nothing. There's just nothing there. The Cam Akers thing. Let me let me let me let me, let me, let me touch on this. Yeah, what, I, what happened there? <laughs> you get a guy clearly wants out of town, which is weird because the Rams haven't had a lot of that in the McVay era. There's only been a couple guys that have been unhappy, right? So you get a guy that clearly wants out of town. Now they never got specific, but apparently they had multiple offers. And at the Rams' point, with our lack of draft picks, dude. I know me and you texted back and forth. All you're like, oh, they can know ain't nobody give you a three for him or whatever. Yeah. Let's say, dude, let's say it's a four and a six. Whatever. At this point, a four and a six and a a serviceable right left tackle. Who's somebody like that? Anything at this point, what does it do to keep him? Yeah, I agree. How, how do we benefit from keeping him? And and going back to 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 Damian's point, the Rams don't have any capital. Yeah, all we've really got is down the line draft picks. Mm. I mean, there's nothing to trade, and our salary cap situation is not good. Now, I'm not sure who's coming out lineman wise on free agency for 2023, but I'm here to tell you right now, guys, that uh, there's no money. We are paying for yeah. Cup and Donald and Ramsey and those handful yeah. that suck up like 55% of our cap. So where now the it? the cap does go up in this this next time, and then and I'm sure that they'll sure. Re, they'll find you know it's always they'll use that funny money, and uh, the they'll find a way to restructure guys and and get enough cap space to add a couple of pieces. Uh, I'm not uh, they these GMs always do that, so but it's a top shelf guy like you know like a oh yeah no it's not gonna be top shelf yeah no. you guys are gonna have to do some developing in the draft sure. he has <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it just feels a little bit like, I don't know, like I've kind of touched on this with you in the past, like, okay, it worked. We got the ring. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing what everybody was talking about all that time. Like it finally peaked. We got the ring. We, you know, we're playoff team, playoff team, missed the playoffs, wonder about had a winning record, playoff team, finally got the ring. And now look. Yeah. Now all the injuries hit are horrific lack of depth is roosting and we're mm -hmm. seeing exactly what I feared this entire time. Yeah. At least we got but the one. You got the one. <laughs> you got the one. Like, and I mean, I, most of us would give our, our left arm for that, for that one. Sure. And uh, I mean, I've seen a majority of our rings in my lifetime. Uh, like, uh, but I mean, I haven't seen one since high school. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I, I need I need I need another one before like uh, before I'm talking before I got my grandchildren in front of me like uh, it's uh, I, I want to see them get over the hump and I feel like they're building the team the right way uh, for the most part like this team is it's a loaded squad just like CG was talking about but we're just not we're not good at the one position in this era of football we need to be good at right. and that we need to be solid at. It's just if we had a quarterback that Kyle trusted, like uh, it would be, it he doesn't even have to be great. He Kyle just has to be able to trust him uh, to call certain plays, and uh, because Kyle, it just he is a schizophrenic play caller, 
and uh, one minute he's he it looks great and all the bells and whistles and then the next then the next minute it doesn't and it looks super conservative and it looks it just looks bad but sure uh yeah trust you talk yeah. about, you know he'll he'll see something that that garoppolo does on the last series that makes him go god dude if we push this again he's gonna want to throw this thing in the wrong place so he sucks it in and he, and he gets you know but luckily for you you have a guy named Debo that can turn five into 70 in a heartbeat. You've got the second or third. Uh, I got to go Kels is the best receiving tight end, but mm. Kittle is two or three with Waller. Like, you know, there's that handful of guys we always talk about that you could kind of intermix. He's definitely the top tier of tight end. You got Kittle. Um, yeah. You know, and you have you have enough other guys. You had some moments this year, yeah. uh, but he does every year. <laughs> Yeah, weapons are never a problem. Is not a problem. Yeah, like weapons is not the problem. The problem is, is we can't the guy that we have in place to get the ball to them. He can't throw beyond fifteen yards, no. <laughs> like not accurately. He has he's at least attempted it this season, which is a which is a welcome surprise. But the but the but still the accuracy isn't there past fifteen yards, right. and it it is what it is. But a little bit about. How about Arizona? Like, what what do you think of Arizona? I think Kingsbury's done after this season. Mm. <laughs> but 100%. what do you think of Arizona? I think they've made a lot of bad decisions. Um, yeah, you know, The D-hop thing was what it was. He's back, and he's playing okay. Um, the Marquise Brown thing hasn't worked out how they hoped. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a consistent running game again. You know, Connor, you know. 12 touchdowns, 410 yards rushing every year. You know, he's, 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 he's captain goal line. They don't have that. They just don't have that consistent, you know, blow up guy that just can make that play defensively. We've talked about Simmons and Collins being these sort of super athletic guys that haven't found their niche. They just haven't really found their place. I know Collins took one back to the house. He had to finally had himself a little splash play last week, but uh, you know, they're just, they're just full of dysfunction, man. Like, yeah. They haven't consistently built a roster that can play week in and week out. It's not a tough roster. It's a very soft roster. Um, Mm -hmm. And Kyler Murray, like, I got to go with, at this point now, I got to go with not a total bust, but we got to start putting him in that category of of a bad draft pick. You know, I mean, Mm. uh, their faith in the wrong guy. I mean, really, like, we're seeing at least last year you could hang your hat on those those crazy splash plays you would make or whatever. But now you're not really seeing those at all anymore. You're just seeing a kid mm-hmm. that's frustrated. That I would almost bank that in January he's going to be demanding out of Arizona or Kingsbury gone. Uh, yeah. You could. Ask, you that's ask, why I think Kingsbury's gone is yeah. because they're going to want to placate yeah. uh, Kyler. But do you? Shit, man, dude, I might get rid of both. <laughs> yeah. I and if I was doing it, like uh, I'm blowing it up. I'm trading whoever I can trade and starting from the ground. Right. And like uh and bringing in some uh bringing in some coordinator, like uh maybe I honestly I would take the guy from the I know that he's not a for whatever reason, he's not been a popular name. Uh he had some personal issues, but uh, but honestly, I would bring in uh, what's his name from the Chiefs, the offense coordinator for the Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, like, uh, I, I no. just, right, Eric Bianami, 
Yeah, Eric Bieniemy. Like I know that he's not. Uh, he's got some past issues and like that kind of stuff. But I think I would need a system that I know works. Like, uh, and and then on top of it, he can bring some. He can just. He's a player's coach. He's a guy that can that can come in and bring some, um, some solidity. Uh, like some just solid coaching. And like, if you put a staff around him, he gets a good defensive coordinator. Uh, then they get, I mean, the GM, I don't, I mean, I don't know where you go for the GM, but spot, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, if, uh, you know, our, our assistant GM is going to be a hot name in this, this next, this next off season, uh, um, Adam Peters, uh, because he's the guy, he's really the architect of all of our late round picks. <laughs> and it, so it's, if the 49ers don't move him up to the GM spot and put put Lynch in like a in some faux title like president of football sock pulling or something <laughs> like uh, uh, if they don't put him in some some other uh, spot like uh, then he, we're gonna lose him. Uh, Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just hold your gold jacket, John, and just <laughs> sit over here. Like, uh, but. But yeah, he's and I think John John Lynch has done a great job for us. But but the but yeah, Adam Peters is a guy that I absolutely do not want to lose. Yeah. Uh as a as a fan. But I think that they need to blow it up and start over. The the problem is is that this that ownership has not shown any ability to find any they they just haven't found found a coach like since what's his name that uh that used to be Harry. in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arian since Arians, they haven't had they haven't had any consistency since. So right. Right. and even that really wasn't consistent, like if no. we're really being honest. <laughs> so but I mean it Cardinals haven't been a bad franchise. Like if you look at the last decade, they haven't been terrible. You know, I mean this they've been relevant to some degree. I mean, nobody's gonna put them up uh, you know, with uh <laughs> the upper tier, but they've been relevant. Like, I mean, it, it hasn't been like a total a total wash in Arizona by any means, you know, like you said, coming from Aaron Arians coming into this, the Kingsbury thing, everybody kind of went, huh? But he but made the playoffs. They made the playoffs and, uh, which has yeah, kept him hired. And he clearly has, you know, he reminds me a little bit of, of, of McVay in, in one way where he can't adjust very well in game. Cliff Kingsbury gets that deer in the headlights. Look, and McVeigh's a little bit guilty of it. Now, the one thing about McVeigh that you can't take away from it is he's always found a way to recover from it. Mm. The Rams will dip mid-season. You can almost write the script, and they always shoot back out of it. But Kingsbury just once once that snowball's rolling, it just never seems to yeah. to ever shrink again, and then that blows up their season. Like what we did to them in that wild card game was really embarrassing for them. I mean. Yes. I, me and my kids were at the game we, that they played at SoFi. Dude, they beat the ever-loving hell out of the Rams. I'm going to tell you right now, dude. Yeah. They pistol with the Rams. Yeah. And to see them do that to them 11, 12 weeks later in the playoffs, I mean, it just housed them. It was yeah. like, wow. Well, I mean, what a, it was a different team. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, you know, I, it, was, it was unbelievable, you know, uh, to see such a massive difference. Yeah, it's it, just crazy. It it's crazy. Yeah. Like uh the way like so Kingsbury, like I mean the the pro you talk about the deer in the headlights look. And 
that I don't I feel like his players, if you watch the side like uh, the the games and watch him on the sideline, I feel like his players don't really have any kind of real respect for the guy. Like <laughs> I just I just don't see it. He's he's not a rah-rah guy. He's not a uh get up uh like uh he's not like solid jumping all over the place and chest bumping guys. He's not that guy. He's like too he's one of those too cool for school guys that sure. just throws the play in. But that when it's working, that then that uh then the then everybody's fine with it. Sure. Like, but when it's not working, all of a sudden you start looking at him a little sideways. The players start looking at him a little sideways and and what like uh, really what is what are we doing? What are we doing? Because right. there's nobody to really guide them through. Sure. They have Buda Baker, uh, they've got a JJ Watt in in-house. Like you would think that those guys would would help with the leadership aspect, but I don't see any direction. Sure. I don't see any direction with this squad on defense or on offense. They're just kind of like a pish posh of players kind of thrown together in this air raid offense that uh, that has a quarterback that that there's a reason why those shorter quarterbacks don't normally work in in the NFL. But we tried it anyway. He does have a cannon of an arm and he can run. But are you going to win consistently with with him? I don't I don't think so, in my estimation. Uh, like I think he's a guy that has a ton of ability, but you're always going to have to roll him out. It's always sure. you're always it's going to have to be the Flutie offense, and sure. like uh, so. And Flutie was one of my favorites, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, he's only going to get you so far. And even back then, even though he was playing well, they knew the Bills knew that, and that's why they sw- swapped him out. Even though they swapped him out for a worse quarterback, but we won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't exactly an upgrade. Yeah, dude, you know, like, uh, and and I think now what we're going to see too is I think that with Kingsbury and uh, well, the guy that just left Carolina, Matt, Matt Rule. Yeah. I think we're done seeing college coaches get hired in the NFL. Uh, I mean, now a little bit. There may be a college coach that comes up to the coordinator level, does some time, and then pops from there. But I don't think we're going to see college hires anymore. Uh, I, I think that we've now, I mean, Matt Rule is a hell of a college coach. What he did at Baylor with that horrible scandal they had with all those guys, you know, and I won't get into it because, you know, it's, it's a very, it's a very ugly, yeah. ugly subject. But to turn that program around and, and make them as relevant as he did with that school reeling, I mean, well, I mean, that was a hell of a job. And, and if you're a college guy at all, you know who he is. Yeah. And and he came to the NFL and just got absolutely stonewalled. And, you know, again, King, you know, Kingsbury and we, you know, they talk about Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll was a head coach twice in the NFL before he went to USC. So that dude had NFL for days, for days under his belt. Mm-hmm. He already knew how to do it. He just hadn't had the right mixture yet. You know, so SC just gave him that platform to jump back in. So you know, it, uh, Matt rule, Matt rule. I, I will say it almost wasn't, it, it was another situation where he just didn't have a quarterback. Like sure. they never got him a quarterback and it was never going to work. It just was never going to work because what he wanted to do uh, with that team, you had to have a quarterback right. and they just never found one, but right. it is what it is. I know that there's a certain school in the Midwest right now who's going like this, Matt, Matt, come over here. They wear red and white. You've probably heard of them before. Yeah. In fact, they won the national championship the last time you won a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to keep twisting the knife. Like, uh, it's, uh, 
<laughs> Tommy <laughs> Frazier was the quarterback. <laughs> oh my God. Tommy is Tommy Frazier still alive? Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> coached at uh he coached at Baylor for a little while and he he I think he's coaching at a small school right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I had to I had to give you one more little Yeah. That's because you know, because my other end of my football has been uh, long suffering and 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 I I won't get into that, but the Rams have been all I've been clinging to here. So to have both my teams in the toilet this year is a little bit rough. But yeah, uh, I feel you. Yeah, man. I, I just, I'm waiting for Harbaugh to uh, to let me down again. Let my Michigan guys down again. Like uh, when we go up against Ohio State. <laughs> you got a you have a you have a bye week this week. You're playing us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. None of it matters until they go up against Ohio State. Sure. Sure. So. Like uh, at that point, we'll see what it is, and (laughs) I don't know, but it looks like the same old offense, like uh, that Michigan keeps rolling out there. But we'll see. But uh, but either way, so what about uh, what about the 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 Seahawks? I know we touched on them a little bit earlier, but the Seahawks. I think that this uh, this defense is getting a little. They're getting a little bit more pass rush from their from the D line, and they're. They're they're becoming a little bit more opportunistic. Uh, they're they're uh, they got linebackers that. still stink. Like, uh, but but they're but they're not as bad as they they've got that young corner uh, Woolen that that kid is a beast, and uh, their corners aren't that bad. Like, uh, they're I think that's just what's kind of keeping it together. But it's it's really their their offense that's driving driving the ship right now, which we would not have thought. But what do you think about them? I think that what you're seeing is a perfect example. You're seeing the polar opposite of the Rams. You're seeing an offensive line gelling and playing very, very well. They got that Walker kid. They scored there. They got a beast. And the fact that they're able to run the ball as well as they are is protecting Gino. Their situation, the opposite of ours and very much like yours, obviously you're very different teams, but... If you look at the the collective, if Gino's got to drop back and throw fifty five passes, they're in trouble. Mm, yeah, that's true. If Walker is is moving the chains and they're able to 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 keep things in front of Gino and not make him have to stress out too much, it's working, you know. And of course, you know Lockett and Metcalf, we knew that coming in, dude. Either one of us would take either one of those guys on our team tomorrow. Oh it, yes, tomorrow. Those are immediate starters on 32 teams in the NFL. So he's already got the receiver talent. That's already been mm-hmm. there. Um, I think they've got uh, – who do they have at tight end now? I, I know Everett. They, Everett's on the Chargers. Yeah, uh, they have Disley and – <laughs> Disley and I can't remember who the other guy is. Yeah, but but like nobody really of note. Um, yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And and I know they're getting some pass uh, back on their defense. They're getting some pass rush production out of that that young kid, that Owosu, I think his name is. Yeah, Owosu, Nuosu, Nuosu. Yeah, like uh, I don't want to butcher his name, but like, uh, yeah, it's. I'm sure we uh, are. They got him from the Chargers. Yeah, like, uh, and yeah, he's he's really good. I like him, and uh, and then they've got the other kid that they drafted, another rookie. Um, shoot. I know. Is it is it o it's is it Ojabo? I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've watched 20 minutes of Seattle football this year. Yeah, I just I'm been pretty sure reading about him and watching highlights. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, but he's a. They got another rookie that's really that's really killing it too. Like, uh, I th- they're just. Pete Carroll's a good coach. Yeah. I, as much as I hate the guy, uh, like uh, he is a he is an excellent coach, and he just. I think that Russell was actually holding him back. <laughs> like, uh, as funny as that sounds, like uh, I just really think that uh, is if you let Pete do what he wants to do. It's a it's a tried and true uh, method of success. Like you run the ball, throw the ball when you have to, and play defense, and that's an opportunistic defense. And it's going to get you wins. It always does. I don't know why uh, coaches haven't figured it out. Everybody wants to reinvent the wheel, wheel, but it's it's not football is not brain surgery. <laughs> Sometimes no. you just have better players than the other team and just take advantage of it. And if it wasn't for Philly doing what they're doing, I would say Pete Carroll will be right there for coach of the year uh, this year. I mean, yeah. I, it's hard to, it's hard to say that he wouldn't be, you know, like, I mean, he, I mean, really does. And again, like you say, you know, we're tired of seeing him. It feels like it's been a hundred years and then been, and then living in LA with the SC run. I feel oh. like Pete in my life yeah. for like 20 years, bro. Like <laughs> He just won't go away. He used but, to shop at my store when I worked in grocery. Like, yeah. I used to shop at the store over there in uh, Redondo in the, and uh, Riviera. Yeah, like, you know that little Vons right there. I'm sitting, Pete. You want to see where you used to work? No, I don't. Don't do it to me again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Because as soon as I walk outside and get hit in the face with this humidity, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> like, yeah. but uh, anyways, yeah, man, he definitely is uh, is doing a heck of a job up there. You know, I mean, what else can you say? It's just, it's just what it is, bud. Like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> But but he gets the job done, you know. He he's uh he's got him running again. I don't know how much faith I have in anybody in the NFC. Um, uh, again, I I feel like the hierarchy there bodes well for all the kind of middling teams because I don't trust Minnesota. I don't trust Philly. I just don't. There's no reason to. They got to show yeah. us some. You know, I mean, we 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 have to see a reason to believe in them. We haven't mentioned the Cowboys, which is okay for you and me both. Probably more for you. Because we all know the history between you guys. Uh, again, it's 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 an old history, but yeah. it's history. Um, I don't trust them either. I don't trust Prescott uh, at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Are better than we thought they would be. Saquon Barkley lives. He breathes. He's actually an NFL again. Beast. Um, beast. Yeah, he's he's found his form again uh, finally. But again. Do you trust Daniel Jones in January? I don't. No. Um, it's pack- a testament to that coach to that that they're as good as they are. Like yeah. uh, I, man, I I am thoroughly impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the Packers are, and forgive me for this, the Packers are a shit show. Like, oh, I, what is going on there? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, dude, dude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I get. I mean. It, there's been other years where Aaron Rodgers didn't have didn't have really good weapons, but he always made those weapons sure. like and he made guys better. And right. now it just seems like he can't. And now he's the problem sometimes. Uh, yeah, I just don't. Uh, and then their running backs are going. Aaron Jones just went down. They said he might. He's questionable for the game, but I have a uh, I'm hoping for fantasy. Perp- not that I wish any injury on anybody, but I'm hoping for fantasy purposes that A.J. Dillon actually gets some run. Like, uh, but, but yeah, it's over there. I don't, their defense is just terrible, even though they have great corners. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Rashawn Gary's done for the year too. He just went down for the year. 
Oh, well. So that's a massive hit on their pass rush. He's pretty, yeah. pretty much is their pass rush at this point. So it's a, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, and and, I, and I'm only touching on that stuff just because we're talking about like like the overall scope of the playoffs and how it looks moving forward. Like, I just don't see a team in the NFC that makes me go, oof. I just yeah. don't. And maybe Philly, maybe Philly goes fourteen and three or fifteen and two and proves us all wrong and goes on a tear and Jalen Hurts, you know, relives an Alabama moment before he got kicked out of there for two. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, and yeah. Mac Jones, and maybe that <laughs> maybe Kirk Cousins gets to have his Drew Brees year. Maybe he does. But right now, I'm not going to believe neither one of them until I see it. Yeah, no, I feel you. Uh, and with that, like we're going to have to get going because yeah. I've got to go pick up my wife's uh, new phone, and then uh, and then I got to get back here because I have the the last standing last man standing uh, podcast with uh, Niner Sickness. And uh, I believe the fa- uh, Forever Faithful podcast, uh, Brandon, and then uh, Kelts and Rich Kelts is going to be with us too. So make sure everybody checks in for that. Hey, I appreciate all of you guys coming in, getting active in the chat. Uh, appreciate you, Melissa, Tanya showing up, uh, and Damien. And I uh, saw uh, CG Ruthless earlier, but Drew, Drew, you my guy. Like, uh, I appreciate all you guys for coming in. And, uh, and then of course I appreciate you, Nate, like uh, coming in short notice. We, we like put this together in like, uh, in like two seconds. And, uh, but well, you came through. You're a yeah. baller. Huh? In the, uh, the in what? The, the, I said, I said, you're going to be quite the baller in the 49ers world, man. So, you know, you're a busy guy. I got to squeeze in now. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, uh, no, nah, man, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to, I'm just tra- happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here and like, I love, I love doing this and, uh, but I appreciate all you guys for coming in. Appreciate you, Nate, for uh, showing up and and showing out and uh, yeah, like uh, make sure this, this version is going to go on the audio, like, uh, and uh, make sure that you check us out on YouTube, add to the channel, hit the notification bell. And uh, so that you know when we're going live and yeah, thank you guys for coming in. Uh, Nate, you got anything for him before we get out of here? very much for checking in with us and uh we'll do another one of these in a few weeks i don't know how much uh rams ish you know stuff i'll have to talk but uh we'll definitely touch on the nfc west again real soon you know maybe maybe a couple two three weeks see how things are shaping up we'll get back into it for sure for thank sure. you for checking with us all, out with all that being said hey thank you guys you guys have a good night